0: In that case, I think that the, the the philosophy behind it, the daily practice, so to speak, uh, to kind of reference our Seth Godin, our Seth Godin the practice episode, uh, is important to kind of get those ideas out there, especially if you are working on creative projects. Welcome to the Product Day Lab, the podcast where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm Mark. And today we're going to talk about a particular method called Morning Pages, a method where you pretty much get everything off your mind before you start your day, uh, before uh, uh, pretty much any morning or in some cases on work mornings. That's a hint towards me. Uh, Anyways, though, uh, how are you, Mark? What have you been up to? Any big project updates you want to share? Uh, Any big project updates? Not too
1: many. Um, I actually just finished my... September monthly review, and we're now getting into the season and where I, so I guess unconsciously slow down and productivity and things that I'm doing. Uh, this is the slow season for me. Mm. So it's, it hasn't been too much, especially with project, which I've not made progress on that. I've mostly been spending my time doing, uh, reading research and, uh, nonfiction drafting for a couple mm. of things that I'm working on that I have not published yet that I need to publish. So I'll be working on that, as well as my copy editing course, uh, continuing with that reading and research, and um, we're discussing the author-editor relationship, uh, and particularly word choices uh, from certain authors. And of course, you know uh, the, this week's discussion was regarding a particular author who we admire Right, and their um, uh, prose and style, and of course, I have to choose tony Morrison. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you got me reading one of her books right now, and she has a uh, her prose is just magnetic. Like, every time I start reading, I'm just like, I can't put that on this book. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's um, yeah. So it's 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 quite different reading it from when you read it for enjoyment, as opposed to when you're reading it for assignment and studying because her books are actually studied um, in school in an academic sense of the structure, style, the history, the prose, and everything else. Uh, she's a, they call it, some people call her a, a Faulkian, um, but a Faulkner in the same sense. Uh, she wrote her thesis on Virginia Woolf and William Faulkner um, about their uh, styles. So, yeah, so of course I went off about that. And providing some quotes and everything. And then I'm like, man, it's making me want to read one of her books again. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of been mostly it. And outside of that, I've also have done a little voice work for uh, Spotify for one, one of their upcoming podcast uh, Ooh, episodes okay. for 33 and one third is the podcast episode. So as soon as that, that's released, it's super short. Uh, it's super short. Um, in the grand scheme of things I've never but,
0: heard this before 33 and one third. what's it about
1: uh it uh, it's about uh music so they okay. have uh different topics uh and they refer to like how a particular uh song was made or you know they explore albums and other material uh for for different artists artists and their and their work so they have episodes like on jenna jackson's the velvet rope which i mm-hmm. thought was a really good album they you know guns and roses um they talk about the beastie boys so it, they really it really talk about that uh, i don't know what the name of the episode is i just know you know what part i played so as soon as that come out i'll definitely be sharing that in the short links so yeah it was kind of it was super fun to do voice work uh, in that regard, and to just do some recording and, and performances, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to the vocal workout meetups and everything really worked <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so it's super fun. Um, So that's been the most exciting thing of the projects that uh, I've done recently. So,
0: wow, yeah, it sounds that's really exciting. That's a uh, hashtag hashtag made it. <laughs> <laughs> You're now a trained uh, voice artist. Yes, yes,
1: I have my people talk to your people.
0: <laughs> yeah, you start charging me for all
1: these episodes now. <laughs> of course, you know a, a top tier talent such as myself. Uh, you know I got to save my vocal instrument. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, and uh, that voice work—it's uh, that's something. It'd be really cool to do that, but I don't think I have the right voice for it. But <laughs> no, I think I think
1: I think so. It's because what
0: yeah it varies i think you can do
1: it um i think you can do it you can play certain parts like some voice actors they get you know they do get typecast and you can tell them like this particular voice actor you know the same uh, texture of their voice yeah Yeah. i think everyone can do it is just finding the particular parts that i guess fit you well Mm -hmm. i didn't audition for this so um i was reached out to
0: oh that's even better wow yeah were they fans of the show (laughs) not
1: this show okay okay (laughs) um so this was a connection um so it it was some connections from podcast stuff uh that i've done and and then the the uh folks that i met from the uh, podcast movement of Mm tending that and rubbing shoulders Mm -hmm.
0: with people so yeah connections are important people if you go to meet up groups or big events like that if you're looking to uh Uh, find more gigs or just like grow as a as a craft or grow within your craft Uh, those things are important to go to absolutely so it's not
1: like i'm talented in voice acting at all um (laughs) but um so they were like oh i know this particular person and i want them for for this and and i was reached out to for that so you know i do would like to do that a bit more. I think I'm actually a, a much better studio to record in, mm-hmm. uh, to create like a, um, a real, if you will, uh, is some examples mm, yeah, of performances yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. but even if you're not going to do it and maybe if you're going to do some audio work, even podcasting, yeah. Going to like a, a vocal workout or, or a voice meetup, even if it's on zoom and stuff, it's really great because you get to practice with people who do commercials and everything else like i've met you know uh people who do that type of work and it's their their day job and Mm -hmm. here i am just a you know nobody (laughs) but you really learn you get feedback sometimes like when you're performing You think that you're like getting this emotion or whatever across and they're like, nah, you need to turn it up to 11 because then when you hear it, the recording back, it sounds like a five, but you can't overdo it. But, uh, but it's, 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 uh, it's really fun to do these, to do the work and do the different reads and kind of play with all these lines and parts. So there's some recordings and stuff that I've done and had uh, mm-hmm. from attending some of those meetups because you you do multiple takes they give you feedback and you keep the audio recording so so one meetup we went to a actual studio and the audio engineer recorded us uh, doing the performances cool. and then they mailed us our audio files uh, so that we can use so i've used that and and other work as well so super fun didn't mean to go too long uh, talking, talking about it, but a little, I wanted to provide a little bit more context, not like I was yeah. auditioning, you know, um, yeah. do that. Uh, I got it through connections.
0: Well, they say success is when preparation meets opportunity and also it's not what you know, it's who you know. So, uh, those definitely apply to this.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess going to me, I've been rather busy lately. I, <laughs> this is the thing that happens to me a lot. I say yes to a lot of projects and I have a hard time pulling them down and I just keep on juggling them until they all come crashing down. So <laughs> I'm, this is actually a moment where I'm very grateful that we deliberately put a little, not really a little effort, but minimal effort into the show A Lab, not turn into like, like a full-time side gig because we want this to be a way to complement our already very busy lives when it comes to side projects. So the other things I'm picking up our, I'm dusting off an old project that was in development hell forever and probably still be there for a while since we got get back to our footing and trying to figure out where we left off. And the one perk about leaving a project for a year and a half or so and picking up again is that you get to see uh, some faults you didn't notice before. So actually me and my uh, co-creator were going through and hammering out those dents and dusting off everything. And uh, we're actually working on fixing a fault that we uh that we found right now. And uh, we'll actually, we're meeting every we meet up every Sunday now after this recording to uh, discuss the show and go from there. And the other audio project that's been talked about testing off as everyday superhumans, we'll see if that if comes to fruition. I'd like to have that come to fruition again because everyday superhumans is a fun way to go and get involved in my community, uh, know more about the people making the city of Austin a great place to live. And I think that since we've We did a COVID season, uh talking to people like what they did during COVID. But now that uh things are now people are getting vaccinated and everything and people are much more comfortable with being in person now. Uh we're thinking about maybe doing in person interviews again, at least as much as many as we can, because that's what made it really fun was going to like these offices and nonprofits and uh taking photos there, seeing like how they operate. It really gave us like some like strong passion towards promoting their cause. So hopefully We'll get that off the ground. Uh, we're just kind of loosely talking about it right now, but we did dust off the old Slack, so that's usually a good sign that things are warming up. Uh, yeah, but I've gotten busier with a bunch of different things. Uh, my current project board has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine things on it, mm-hmm. a varying priority. That's a nice thing about my about my version of my Kanban board is that I can move the priorities around. One is basically done. I just need to take it off. So actually, it should be eight. It's a lot. So just juggling a lot right now and wishing we lived in a world where I could just do this professionally. But that's something that I uh, had to just, I don't know, send to daydream about and we'll see. And speaking of which, also being busy with a bunch of different projects at work, I've been busy with a lot of different projects. I swear this week at work, everybody asked for me to do at least something for each project I'm, I'm involved on. And the some things that they asked me to do wasn't just like a quick email. It required at least an hour or more of work. So I was just like, I was like, I don't, it's like, why is everybody emailing now? <laughs> like, <laughs> Why is this all happening? So I have been busy at work too. I actually got mildly burned out uh, last weekend. And that was before I started working on these, uh, on all the other side projects. So just it's a problem I have, uh, I'm a, I'm a side, I'm a side gig, a holic, <laughs> not side gig, side project a holic and I can't help it. <laughs> But yeah, I've been working on those in various degrees. Uh, right now, the priority in my life is the uh, creative writing class I'm taking since it has hard deadlines. And I'm taking this class to improve that, that craft I'm into. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to skimp out on any assignments because I want good feedback. And in order to get good f- feedback, I need to do good work or at least my best work. So I've been focused on that mostly like right now.
1: I find it so fascinating that. Opposites strike again. Kyle, <laughs> the writer, Mark, the editor.
0: <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm going through a busy period and you're going through a slower period.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, the par- parallels are so striking. Ah.
0: Yeah. I, I love well, it. Well, uh, one thing that's great about this time, though, is with, like a lot of things, at least on my mind, is it's good to have like a way to have an outlet in the mornings to kind of to kind of reflect on it and like kind of like maybe like warm yourself up to your career of task that day mm-hmm. so that's why we did morning pages mark do you want to explain what morning pages are
1: absolutely so morning pages kind of originated with the author julia cameron uh, from her book the artist way morning pages journal and the purpose of the morning pages is for you to sit down and uh she describes the intention is to clear your mind before everything else kind of fills up i, I think she uses the term ego before the ego of the day uh, oh, kind of uh, strikes yeah. Yeah. you um and everything else in your mind settles them so it's to take three pages and this is these are eight and a half by eleven sheets of paper yeah. And write by long hand, handwritten, which all you folks probably don't do. So you're you're just like cramping at the thought of writing. (laughs) And fill three pages with whatever comes to mind, never stopping. You fill up the entirety of those three pages. And then you kind of move along uh, Mm. with it. And so that's just to get everything out that's on your mind it can you know it's kind of a mix of your journal or whatever you know how you're feeling that particular day things that you need to do et cetera et cetera Mm -hmm. but you're filling you're writing this by hand you're filling up uh three full pages before moving on to your the rest of your day the again the part of the criteria is not only these eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper which is your standard sheet of paper Literally filling those three pages by hand. No computers, no nothing. You handwrite it. Uh, The other thing uh, that she noted with these is that you do it as soon as you wake up. Mm -hmm. There's no break, no nothing. As soon as you wake up, you go and you start handwriting these three pages for your morning pages. Uh, She also likens them to morning pages. That's M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G all right um yeah. and she says as she likens it to that because it's saying goodbye to the life as you knew it and an introduction to life as it sh- should be
0: that's very deep <laughs> 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 wow all right it makes it a philosophy lesson all this
1: <laughs> absolutely absolutely wow. so that's kind of what morning pages are and that's where it kind of stems from her book that she published in 1995, Julia Cameron had a range of roles, not only writing different books, she was an author, poet, filmmaker, journalist, teacher. So wow. she did all of these things um, and she had lots of work. She she taught about filmmaking and on all of that stuff. So uh, that's kind of where morning pages come from. That's kind of what you do with morning pages and a little bit of how the creator, if you will, or, or the um proponent for it uh thinks about morning pages yeah
0: well uh i know it is this old i know was from 95 although that was a more recent thing yeah i've has, heard the artist way is a good book too but i haven't read it
1: yeah i've heard of that book like when there's there's multiple ones so not just the artist way morning pages uh she also has a few other the artist way the writing life or something like mm. that so she has a few other artist way theme uh titled books that talk about a particular thing
0: yeah yeah so i guess i should get into how i do mine then since you described it yeah yeah <laughs> all right well this being me i did modify the method probably a bit too much <laughs> because this has actually been in a routine i've been doing for months now and i talked about in our strange habits episode i think but I've did a. I've been doing a modified version of morning pages for a while. The first big modification is it's digital. <laughs> that's the first one. Fist-tisk. No no physical <laughs> version. I'm. We don't have that much storage space in our house. <laughs> I keep things minimal. <laughs> we live in an apartment size house. We got to keep things minimal here. <laughs> it's like, I like it. It forces us to be very minimal with our space. So I like it. when you I like buy it. physical things, you have to make sure that the physical thing has a purpose to be in our house. Yes. And that's what makes it great to live in a small floor plan. But with that being said, I did it in a digital version and I didn't have a page constraint at a time constraint because, uh, I feel like that three pages was just too long, especially like, I feel like that with three pages, I would feel like I'd be staying there for a while. Just like trying to think like what to write, like I could put pressure on myself. So I set a timer for five minutes and I had to write nonstop for five minutes. So that way I know that, uh, and then, of course, I, I count how many words I write, so I have that as like a data point I track, and I just do that because I found out that having a time constraint is better than a space constraint, just because I would I know knowing my brain, I'll put too much pressure on myself to fill those pages with the best things possible, and if I don't have a time constraint, I wouldn't do that. I just like sit there for like five minutes, thinking like I can't think of anything good to write down. Uh, like I have no good ideas right now. So I'm just gonna scratch this and just toss it out. But the time constraint, I'm like, you know what? My brain just go wild for five minutes. Don't think about anything else. If you, if whatever you whatever comes up makes no sense, it makes no sense. I also modified it too to to, uh, to have these morning pages be focused on my current creative writing So i like write like a fictional scene, or not even just like a fictional scene, just like a just kind of like a prosy scene. For five minutes, it could be like a self-reflection, but it has to be done in like a prosy way uh, or a fictional scene, just saying I get those ideas out of my head because I have those goals. So I severely modify it to fit my goals and how my brain works. And yeah, it's definitely cheating it a bit, but I know how my brain works and I had to work with how my brain works. And that's part of productivity is knowing how to outsmart your own brain. <laughs> so
1: what I uh, talk about, how your brain works What I find fascinating in what you just said is that the page length requirement prompted you to want to write down the best idea Mm -hmm. and do the best for the full three pages Mm -hmm. as opposed to a time limit in which you gave yourself freedom to write whatever it is and not think about it as being the best. That's what I find so fascinating. Yeah,
0: like I, I write things like when I'm done with it, I'm like, what the hell did I just write? <laughs> just like, like, what the hell, Brain, what are you thinking this morning? <laughs> but, right, but I, I find that the flip of that
1: is to change it from a length requirement to a time requirement. Yeah. And how that completely changes your perspective on the same assignment. So like, for example, the five minutes could still be three pages worth of work. But you thinking about it from five mm-hmm. minutes perspective changes your uh, your expectations of the work, if you will, mm-hmm. as opposed to you thinking it from a length requirement, has a different uh, uh, expectation result. I just find that fascinating. Yeah, and how you noted that?
0: Yeah, I just say I actually could write Sherry a, a nonsensical thing I wrote. If you're curious, because I when I wrote this, I was like, I gotta talk about this on the podcast. So like I guess <laughs> like my goals right now are to kind of expand my creative writing muscle. And I, 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 there could be ways I could do it, like apply it to my daily, to my day job as well. But uh, I just kind of want to focus on career writing right now. So I wrote this, I mean, 143 words, uh, which is about my average. I realize when I write for five minutes, 143 words without thinking about it. And I wrote, this is a very David Lynchian thing I wrote, which kind of shows the things I like. This is the short story, untitled right now, but it's titled uh, September 29th, 2021, Stream of consciousness Writing, that's what I call it. And here I go. Now, the story in the entirety. What have you got there? The rest of man said. His jaw clattered when he spoke, like somebody chewing on sand. Oh, this, the woman with twigs for arms said, lifting up a small ovular object between her thin branch fingers. Small forked twigs stretched from eye to eye, tangling themselves in the chain of the dangling object. This is the eye of Unra. Have you seen one before? The rest of man shook his head. The gates of his neck creaked. The woman with twi- twigs for arms pressed a small pearl on the side of the object in her hand. The face of the object popped open. She lifted it towards her face. Inside the like it, like object, an eye looked back at her. The eye looked as if somebody had pressed their eye up against a hole to get. And I just stopped. That's the timer went off. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, like that's like like when I wrote that, I was like, man, I I am really big fan of David Lynch. I guess since that's a very David Lynch scene. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I haven't watched any of his works in forever. Like since maybe Twin Peaks season three. And his mm-hmm. really weird short film on Netflix but my brain still like thinks all that stuff a lot <laughs> it just came out and I was like what the hell brain but that's like that's like that's the kind of freedom that this timer puts on me is I just had to start typing and the very first thing I wrote was what do you, what have you got there and then my brain just like went from there started yes ending itself and it created this this really strange short story some of them aren't like that some of them are like actual reflections like how I feel about work right at the moment uh, but those are more personal I'm not gonna share those but uh, for the most case, though, my goal is to write for five minutes on stop. I usually end up stopping mid-sentence because that's when then the timer gets, goes off. And then I just put it away and then I just go to work and then see what happens to my brain throughout the day. And yeah, the time constraint, though, was, I, was what I found out was the, was the thing I needed for, for getting this off my head. And the digital stuff was just because of the physical physical constraints. I could like write on Word for three pages if I wanted to. But uh I just found that I write on obsidian, like I do most of my writing on that time constraint just just makes my brain come up with like the weirdest ideas and I and I love it. So I I like I said I have a very modified version, but it works for my brain and as I said earlier, the goal of productivity is always to outsmart yourself. And that's what I did. I outsmarted myself. So that's my technique. What was yours like, Mark? Do you stick more to the book for the yes. song? Okay. Yeah, I stuck more to
1: it as far as
0: I could. So I laugh
1: at you for modifying it. What I was not about to do was actually take, you know, a standard sheet of paper to use for morning pages. So I just continued to write in my um, notebook that I have, yeah, yeah. um, and then trying to equivalent to to the to that entire length, which is about seven hundred and fifty words. Remember that number. We'll come back to that. So, so yeah, I just continue like I normally do uh, with it. The only change uh, for me was trying to hit that word count and ensuring that I did it daily and in the morning when I first wake up, like when I first wake up, I'm typically in pain because of my back <laughs> and my leg. Um, as oh, are gonna say like a
0: very like metaphorical sense? You mean in a literal sense? Okay. Oh no, li- no, literally, so a I'm in physical
1: person. pain because my back and my leg are so stiff, and it takes about an hour for me to warm up, if you will. And I try to do my exercises in the morning to, or stretching in the morning to kind of help me move along. Don't get sciatica and back pain, folks. I try <laughs> to avoid it if you can. But uh, with that, so I try to keep to the immediately after I wake up, uh, hopping to my notebook and then just continually writing like I normally do. And that's whatever comes to mind. So it could be a good morning to myself, uh, writing about a dream that I had, uh, Mm -hmm. writing about whatever, just flooding my thoughts like. Okay, now I'm thinking about this currently. Why am I thinking about this? And then it just continue, mm. continue to write. Though I did run into challenges in which I don't like trying to hit a word count or a page count. Okay, yeah. Especially for for morning journaling for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the concept, right? The clearing your conscious, clearing mm. your mind so you don't have things weighing on you. And you'll find particularly probably find a theme related to what you're writing about, things that are bothering you. You'll probably end up coming with new solutions to those particular problems because you're you're having something to express it to uh, in, in your morning pages, if you will. So you're able to work and discover a lot of things. I agree and like that, though, when I'm done writing, I'm done writing like there's nothing else I need to write. But I constantly found myself. Like, well, what else can I write? Hmm. If I literally write, what else can I write? There's nothing else I can think about to write about. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting here writing in my journal. I'm literally writing writing that <laughs> okay, yeah. in there because yeah. I, I'm trying to hit these three pages or this word count and nothing else of value or worth that i'm writing i've expressed you like a shining
0: moment where like all was it all working no play makes jack a dull boy exactly exactly (laughs) yeah
1: um like i expressed what i needed to express and i got off my mind what i needed to get off my mind so while i started out as a very good uh, attempt at it it slowly made me dislike the morning page requirements Ooh. okay interesting (laughs) of just trying to literally hit that three pages, that full three pages or word count uh, of 750 words. Mm -hmm. And it just made me really dislike even doing it because I knew that once I express, sometimes all I have on my mind is a paragraph's worth of information. Mm -hmm. I don't care what I write about. It could be a story idea. It can be what I'm feeling. It could be me complaining about my back pain in that morning Mm Or me having a headache or whatever. I will share that in my morning pages. There's no requirement. There, there's nothing else. But when I'm done, I'm done. And I want to be done. And mm-hmm. I don't want to have to sit there. It's, it, and then it made me think back to those time, times in school. Some adults, you know, hate reading now or hate mm-hmm. writing now. is because you have this requirement and mm-hmm. you had to hit it from an academic perspective. And it took all the fun out of it. Yep, and I I've,
0: <laughs> I was a victim of that, and then I discovered career writing. I was like, "Holy crap, I like writing."
1: <laughs> yeah, and so I felt like this is this kind of sapped the fun out of it for me, out of my morning journaling, even though I agree with the base premise of it. So that was kind of my method and my experience with it a bit. I know it's very similar to a couple other challenges that we've done, just the regular journaling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to like the you know, the nightly journaling, but. In the morning, you instead. Infam-
1: infamously lost yours. Uh, <laughs> you and paper products don't work. <laughs> yep, um, the, yeah, maybe do The analog episode uh, that we did very early on at the yeah. start. Um, and, and it's also with the gratitude journaling that we did as well, in which that one's very specific in you writing things you know, that you're particularly thankful for. Enjoy it. I think that's always good. It has great psychological benefit, proven
0: psychological yeah, benefit. Yeah, I've been bad lately, but I think it does make a huge difference difference
1: yes um and then most recently the day book uh which is also very different in in the sense that there's no requirement for how much you have to fill the time that you're spending to to do mm-hmm. and there's no hard requirement of it just being full handwritten things like mm-hmm. julia Cameron, the 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 creator if you will of, yeah. of morning pages she's like no doodling no drawing, like anything, just like you full on write. Yeah, that's not fun. You know, to compare against Daybook, for example, I'm exploring the ideas or thoughts or whatever, and I get the, she's like, Barbara Scherr, the author is like, draw, doodle, paste pictures, whatever you need to express that idea, right? So while it's very similar to the other journaling methods, if you will, that we've done in the past, you know, each one has their own strength. Uh, their own requirements such as morning pages and i found that morning pages kind of sucked that joy out of journaling for me uh with those particular requirements so as as you mentioned you know how your brain works so you modified the process Mm -hmm. to fit with how your brain works i tried it and my brain was like i don't like this (laughs) and so i reverted back to just doing my or it's still daily, but just doing my journaling and stopping when I wanted mm. to stop or when I was done, mm. and then moving on with my day. So you did
0: a slightly modified version of it, then. Yeah, yeah. I started.
1: Yeah, I started off with it with, with a with a let's do it attitude, yeah, and and quickly found that it was wearing on me, um, and it was making me very dislike uh, journaling in the
0: morning, and so I, I then had to modify it. Mm. Well, yes, uh, we get you down to final review right now. unless you want to share something from your morning pages, like I did.
1: Is there anything in my morning page? And also to note, you know, a good thing about morning pages is that she, that she notes, um, Julia Cameron notes, is that the morning pages are private to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. don't have to share. You know, they're just for your eyes. So um, you don't have to worry about sharing them with anyone or anything like that. It's just. For your eyes, for you to come back and maybe you're like, what was I thinking?
0: (laughs) That's what I did with that that short story, that David Lynchian story. I feel like that would make a weird like meta plot in Twin Peaks or something. (laughs) It's like there's like in Twin Peaks, like there's like these strange, like these strange supernatural beings that act upon the world. And like in the show, they're dealing with uh, the repercussions of some of them acting upon the world. And (laughs) just when I wrote that, I was like, this is definitely Twin Peaks. Yeah,
1: I'll share I'll share one of them. Not the not the fool thing. Okay. A new day, a new month. I keep dreaming that I'm in Squid Game.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think everybody's I dreaming up now.
1: <laughs> also, my back hurts. I am so sick of my back and leg hurting. It really ruins my mornings as I can't just hop out of bed and work out or go for a walk because of my leg and back. Last night was supposed to be my night to write Project Witch. Instead, I worked on my article, Seeking Permission, with some reading of The Practice again. That book is what I needed to finish that article. It was definitely was missing something. I'm including, yes, I included it in a word that didn't need to be there. I'm hoping today is quiet and that I can get a lot done. Certainly need to focus on my work. Definitely uh, been distracted lately. I think I'm just itching for some time off. Sidebar. I realized I haven't had a vacation time off since February. Um, (laughs) So then I end, well, let's leave it at that. Enjoy your remaining time before you go to work. So that particular entry was when I got done and sick and tired of trying to fill up three pages. That's all I I wrote for my morning page that morning uh, and routine. And the discovery in that was, you know, obviously me complaining about my back and leg was that... I've been so distracted at work, and I was like, "Yeah, I have been distracted at work." And so after I made the journal entry, when I did sign on to work, I went to look at my uh, vacation history and was like, "Oh, sh- I haven't had a, like a week off since like February or uh, I think February March this year. It's been several months. Wow. Like I need I need some time off." Yeah. Uh, so I then booked like some time at the end of October. And I think either sometime in November or December as being off um, as well. And that's important. Like, um, sometimes you may be feeling distracted or or you can't focus or you are feeling irritable. And it may it, it may be something unrelated. But for me, it was like, Oh, I'm, I'm just feeling this anxiety because it feels like go go go. Mm. Always working It's like, Oh, yeah. I haven't actually had any time off whatsoever uh, yeah. because it's just been going by. Yeah, I get
0: that flying by. I, I've been feeling the same way too lately. I think the last time I took any time off was during the winter freeze, and that was that was non voluntary. Yeah,
1: that was voluntary. That was not voluntary. It was
0: more work mentally and uh, to go through the freeze than it was than normal work week. So oh yeah. yeah. So then I think maybe a few three-day weekends since then but not a full week off but yeah yeah i haven't had full week
1: off so uh, that helped me discover that i needed actually needed some time off from work and i went in and put some time off requests nice and um i'm trying to make sure that i have uh some time off every quarter in 2022 uh, so it doesn't get to
0: that point so
1: yeah that was my entry and and i had a realization from uh writing that entry
0: nice well, uh, I guess it's time for final review. I'll start off since I talked about mine first. Modified version. Well, I didn't four out of five? I <laughs> modified it for how your brain works uh, because this is the this is actually the problem with a lot of productivity stuff. And actually, one of the reasons why we started the podcast is there's a lot of prescriptive productivity uh, productivity advice out there. We're like, do it this way so you can become better at X, which is not true because doing it this way. So you can at X is probably good for the person who thought of the idea, but that's because it works with their particular brain. if I were to like, say, like say create a blog post right now and publish on Median, uh, if in a universe, like where, where morning pages didn't exist, I would say open up a word processor and write for five minutes nonstop. Like that's my version that works for my brain and it won't work for somebody else's brain as is, I would probably give it a, maybe a two out of five is it puts a lot of pressure on you and you shouldn't feel pressured during this time. We should be just kind of like, more, like a more of a meditative experience, but the ideas behind it, so you can modify and make it fit your own brain and your own lifestyle. And in that case, I think that the, the, the philosophy behind it, the daily practice, so to speak, uh, to kind of reference our or Seth Godin, the practice episode, uh, is important to kind of get those ideas out there, especially if you are working on creative projects, this could just like type dump ideas and then see what what you, and then pick up the pick up the things you dump down later on and see like, which pieces fit your goals and which pieces don't fit your goals. And creative projects doesn't even mean that you have to be doing like writing fiction. It could be projects at work. Like hell, my, my projects at work require creativity because I'm designing power lines that need to like wrap around specific things, uh, buildings or property lines. And sometimes the solution isn't as obvious. So I need to have some creative ideas behind that. And creativity is just, is just a way of, to problem solve based on combining things that you know and different facets of your life together to solve a said problem. So I think that they're useful for anybody. It's like just like our nightly journaling. It's good for reflecting upon the day. In this case, it's more about uh, kind of ramping your brain up for the day. So I think that just five minutes a morning, uh, writing down bullet points of what you want to get done for that day uh, writing down everything that comes to your mind, doodling for five minutes, do I do, writing uh, incomplete short stories for five minutes, just doing those uh, for five minutes or whatever time limit you set. doesn't to be five minutes. It could be even two minutes if you don't have that much time or if you want to have more time to breathe, 15 minutes. Just choose a time limit or word limit or page limit that fits you. And if you invent, don't even say a limit if that's not how your brain works. If your brain like just works like I just want to do since I'm done, then do that. But I think that like having that morning outlet is very useful for how you navigate the rest of your day because like you like you had the revelation that you should take some time off Uh, that is really important so I would say this is a great thing to do uh, if you modify it to the way your brain works and especially it's great to do in tandem with nightly journaling saying that I used to do but I don't do anymore and I do miss it but I kind of stopped doing journaling because I it was just taking so long (laughs) so it's like 15 minutes of my time, and I just didn't like it as much. I still do like small journal entries and it exists, but I used to do like a bigger journal entry on paper as well. But I think that morning pages set it to the way that your brain works, and if you're doing creative or non-creative things, it's a good outlet, so a good way to start problem solving for the day, either problems in your personal life or your work life or your side project life or whatever. I give them a, uh, uh I give it a four out of five. It's not like going to change your life, but it's a good way to kind of like get familiar with your life. So four out of five for me, how about you, Mark?
1: Uh, for me, um, again, I think it's a, overall I think it's a good practice. Um, why conflict it with me so much is how I have my existing, um, I, I journal currently. So um, to then kind of change it and to put these other requirements, conflicted a bit with my mind and my enjoyment in the journaling process. So, uh, but if you are going to attempt it, uh, definitely I do highly recommend doing by hand. There's, there's again, writing by hand has a different psychological benefit than mm-hmm. typing. That's it out. true. Yeah. Though, if you haven't written by hand, yes, your hands going cramp because <laughs> you're not used to writing by hand. Yeah. But I, I do highly, highly, highly recommend to if you give this a, a go to do it by hand and actually attempt the full three pages, you may actually have more rustling around in that brain of yours than you do later in in, in the process. And then you can modify it as you need, right? Uh, So I think to do it by hand uh, is great. The underlying principles of it are great things that I actually support. Again, you find revelations, even if you're doing your, your journaling, just being freeform, And writing whatever comes to mind now if you do find you're like no mark i don't take your recommendation to handwrite this (laughs) i i am on a crusade against pens and pencils and we should like burn them all (laughs) digital is the way to go yeah well there is a website for you with this in mind called 750 words that's seven okay. five zero words.com. And again, 750 words. It, it's based off the morning pages uh, of her book and it's 750 words is the estimate for about three, uh, three full pages okay. uh, of writing. So that's something you can do digitally. Uh, there's like charts that they have, like you can add, you know, it has moods um, and everything else. So you can look at that website and we'll have a link in the show notes about that. If you just want to do it digitally or, you know, if you don't want it uh, on anything of this particular thing, uh, if you don't want to track or do any stats. Well, like, like that, like
0: exists for writers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. They, <laughs> you tag like your mindset, introverts, positive and certain thinking, uh, the future, sites. I okay. yeah this is a bunch of different tags so your mood yeah wow that's crazy this is exists for writers
1: yes so that can be a pretty neat way to do that for you um and to do our writing meditation if you will so mm. uh if if you just want to do it digitally and you're like I'm never handwriting ever in life again uh that is an option for you so with that said I for me I would give it a 3 out of 5 okay. just just you know, I like the process. I like the the underlying things with it. It did conflict with me a bit much. So maybe that's why I'm weighting it a bit lower. But um, I do agree to give it a try. Uh, try to follow a process. See mm. what you glean from it. And you can do it uh, in your journal. You can do it electronically or digitally. Mm. Uh, either at 750words.com or in word processor or whatever mm. tool you want to use. You do you. And um, yeah, that's it for me at three out of five.
0: All right. Well, on to the next thing. This is also something that time out how brains work. We're going to test out how my brain works on Mark. Uh, I think in our weird, in our strange habits episode, I mentioned that I do a modified version of the Kanban boards called a, well, we don't have a name for it right now. So that we're just kind of at the Kyle band board right now. So it's not really a working tile, but I was inspired by, uh, uh, it was inspired by the priority board from refuse to choose. And, and in my case, I realized I like the way that Kanban boards work, but it wasn't really showing me the full picture. And I didn't like that. So I decided to make a modification of it. This is probably not an original idea, but it felt like an original idea for me where we have a, a square with an X and Y axis on it. The origin starting in the bottom left corner. And the x-axis on this is the, or the horizontal axis. I'm speaking like an engineer right there. Uh, the x-axis slash horizontal axis is the priority of the projects. And this is just this is like how my brain works. You can change it up. You can do the vertical axis. It could be the priority of the project. But for me, the x-axis is the priority of the projects. And the y-axis is the percent complete. And it's like, of course, it's a, it's a rough estimate so there's no way to really know how far you are along it. But I realize that the reason why this works best for me is that I like to see progress done. So I could estimate how far along this project is and then I could reshuffle my things around to uh, like so thing, uh, say, if I, exchange, I got uh, like 95% done, uh, I can up the priority and then I could focus on that more because I just want to get out of the way. So I actually have an additional thing I also have on here too. Uh, roughly a note card's width from either end of the uh, high priority zone and the almost complete zone. I have a green line and whenever it's like above 90%, I call it the green light zone where it's like really close to being done. It's almost away for the green light. And then I have on the high priority zone near the end of it, near the far end of it, I have something I call the hot zone, which are the things I got to work on now. And then, of course, over like they cross paths, that is the most important thing, since it's almost complete and high priority. I don't have a name for that, that intersection yet, but we call it the hot light or something, because on, it's green light and the hot zone. But the idea behind it is that it's a way to graphically represent my projects and me being data-oriented and of the engineering mindset. This works best for my brain. Uh, not every project I'm working on is on it. Beneath the pro- beneath the chart, I also have a bunch of note cards just hanging out uh, that I call the project way station, which is just like ideas that I that I have that I'd like to work on one of these days, but is not on the board yet. I.e., no work has already been done for it, or there's no priority for it, so they're not on the board. And it is a way that works really really well with my brain. And uh, we're going to see if it works well with Mike's brain. So <laughs> we'll be testing that out. We're tentatively calling it the Kyle Band Boards. That's probably gonna be the name of the episode, but maybe during the episode, we will think of a better name for it. But right now it's Kyle Band Board. Uh, in the meantime, though, you can listen to all of our episodes, including our Kanban Board episode at theproductsalab.show or tpl.show. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Productive Lab. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle SQ9, where the Q9 is short for my personal website, quadrant9.net. I also have a personal newsletter that I release every two weeks, usually the day of a new episode of release of the project Lab. And that is at buttondown.email slash Kyle SQ9. Where can people find you, Mark?
1: They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ask markio. That's AskMark.io. You can also find my uh, writings at my blog, AskMark.io. And that is it. We'll see you next time. Stay productive.
0: Welcome to the Producty Lab, the podcast here with the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: was trying not to laugh. I was like, "Is it going to make it?"
0: Yeah, like, this is what happens when you have a tagline somewhere to the best-selling Producty you, book. You get them mixed up all the time in your head. Okay.